is the bullpen on 1027 ESPN with Patrick Osborne and Brandon Elkins. Opinions are welcome at 512-834-1027. Oh, yeah. Ring that bell. It is the Thursday edition of the bullpen here on 1027 ESPN, and he's Brandon Elkins. Should I call that the Thursday bell? I think you should call that the Gus Spring bell. I don't know what that means. You never watched Breaking Bad? Uh, yeah, I did. I actually did. I did watch it all, but I only watched it. Oh, okay. Sound a little yep. something like this. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. I actually yeah. just started getting back into uh, Better Call Saul. I watched, I, I started where I left off like three years ago yeah. at season two, episode 10. Yeah. And actually he showed up uh, non-paralyzed yet. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, You'll find out how he winds up in, oh, I know. in I'm that not, chair eventually. I'm, I'm very excited to get back into it because I very much enjoy it. I forgot how good that show it's, is. I mean, it's arguably now better. it's pretty much over. <laughs> At least I can on binge pace. all the way through it. Yeah, yeah. That's so, what I did with Breaking Bad. I, I, I just slammed through the whole series. Did you? And then I forgot all about it. It's, uh, and then El Dorado came out. It was okay. El Camino. El Camino. Yeah, I see, actually I liked it. it right. I, I liked it. Uh, my biggest problem is that everybody clearly had aged yeah. or packed on yeah. 10 to 30 Look, pounds. Aaron Paul. He's awesome. He's a yeah. Northwest guy. Oh, he's fantastic. He's, he's from Idaho. He was on Price is Right the same week he had his audition for Breaking Bad. So, so he's, he's a guy. His head off. He's a guy. He's cool. Well, welcome to the Thursday edition of the Bullpen here on 1027 ESPN. And as we mentioned, he's Brandon Elkins and Hi. I'm Patrick Osborne. And uh, we got a lot, of get to, lot to get to today. And uh, we thought we'd kick things off for you this morning. Not this morning because it's not morning anymore. Just you know, if Dude, you I just go, if you go that. along with it, no one will be the wiser. It. It's it's only one in the afternoon. You're right. Nobody will be the wiser until it. they look at that clock in front of their eyes. That's okay, in front of their eyeballs. Look, maybe it gives us, maybe it gives everyone else a little extra time. Fair mentally. enough. Fair enough. Look, we're all human. Clearly, in we're this here to help. We thought we'd kick you off this afternoon with a little bit of Texas Longhorn football talk because there's some big news that's come out of the uh, 40 acres over the past Very. day or so. Absolutely. Texas has added one of the most talented offensive players left on the board in the 2023 recruiting class. Four-star running back Cedric Baxter Jr. Mm. has committed to the Longhorn. That sounds like a running back. Did so. It, yeah. Well, it kind of sounds like Cedric Benson, another yeah. another Longhorn great who we uh, we miss terribly. Yes, we do. Uh, Baxter, a rising senior at Edgewater High School in Orlando, Florida, he was picked uh, he picked Texas over Florida, Miami, and uh, Texas A and M, which <laughs> I, much much to the chagrin of the Aggies, I'm sure. Uh, now they'll come up with a reason why they didn't want him. Of course, well, of course they would. Yeah, <laughs> if the uh, if the uh, if the uh, T sips, as they put it, uh, got him, they'll they'll say, "Oh, we don't want him anyway. You guys can have him." There's a reason we didn't pick him. There's a reason he didn't choose yeah, us because we'll we don't want him. for somebody else. We're, we're uh, anyway. Yeah. So, uh, earning a commitment from Baxter, just another major addition to the Longhorn star-studded 2023 recruiting class. We're talking about number one overall commit, Arch Manning. Mm-hmm. He committed earlier this season. Mm-hmm. Baxter's number two running back. Uh, He's number seven player in Florida, number 31 overall player in the class, is according to 24-7 Sports. He's also uh, the fifth top 50 national recruit to join the Longhorns class, pushing Texas past Ohio State and Georgia. I think they, it's they now have the number three, three. Re- recruiting class in the nation because of this commitment from uh, Cedric Baxter. Did I not tell you you have the right coaches in place? Yeah, we they clearly, are, they, clearly things are things are going along things well. Things are looking good. Uh, the the only two teams uh, ranked higher right now in the recruiting class. Number two is Alabama, mm. and number one is the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame. Never heard of them. Uh, <laughs> and this guy, I mean, he's you know he's built sound, six one two fifteen. Uh, got a great uh, physical frame uh, coming coming out of high school. Uh, number thirty one overall recruit, number two running back in the top tw- uh, top twenty four seven rankings. 
And there's a lot of speculation that uh, Baxter could eventually push for a five-star status here as well. So huge recruiting Holy class. Moly. Yeah, huge recruiting class on top of a huge uh, bout of optimism for this current season. Uh, we we may be uh, seeing uh, the the beginning of uh, a, a new powerhouse team here at the, uh, the University of Texas. The fact that two four seven Sports is comparing him to Le'Veon Bell is pretty darn good, it, right? It yes. is. It's it's. I mean, it's something I would already. Certainly, uh, He's still in high school. I would I would certainly be complimented by Man. that if, if I were him. Uh, Baxter uh, talked to KVU a little bit yesterday when asked uh, kind of you know how hard it was for him to make this decision. Oh, um, it was hard. You know, I mean, it was real hard, but. A couple people knew, like, I had a couple teammates and all that they knew, so. No, I get it wouldn't be an okay. easy decision. I mean, you know, you're talking about three th- fantastic programs, University of Texas, University of Miami, and uh, that, one of the, that other school over in College Station, whatever, whatever they're called. Aggies. That's right. Aggie Land. That's right, the Reveille School. Uh, so, uh, so of course, you know, a lot to look forward to next year. But of course, this year, uh, as we've talked a lot this week, there's there's certainly a lot of cause for optimism. Bijan Robinson, Jordan Whittington, a whole lot more guys there, um, and Coach Sark is definitely, I think, uh, very very he's happy rich about with what talent. he is well, seeing well, right now. That's probably the best way I can describe it. He is rich with talent, and he's only getting richer. Yeah, yeah. And in fact, uh, if uh, if if Longhorn Nation is interested, you can get a glimpse of uh, Longhorn football prior to their season opener during open practice. Uh, this is coming up on Tuesday. This is coming Tuesday, on August sixteenth. Uh, 7 p.m. There, there at DKR. Admission's going to be free if you want to show up. Uh, you'll be able to sit in uh, sections three through six on the west side of the stadium. Happy hour pricing on beers, $5 domestic brews, $6 premiums. Man, I, wouldn't, parking. I wouldn't mind broadcasting out there. Be a lot of fun, wouldn't That'd it? be really fun. Be a lot, a little hot, but uh, not maybe not quite as hot because it looks like we've broken this string of triple digit for a while. Which nah, is, which don't is say good. that. Don't put that bad juju in the air, hey, man. man. I'm a news guy man. and i got to report that. I've reported a thousand times already today. <laughs> Plus, you know that's good news. Are you the jinx killer then because you work in news? Well, you could you could you could call me that. You can call me a lot of things. Whatever floats your boat. But it's a good I, I think that's good news though. I mean that yes. it's very likely that we'll be into the we'll stay in the double digits, you know, just as uh, you know, the Longhorns are in full pads now. So Look, I walked outside this morning them. at 8 a.m. and it was 77 degrees and I loved every second of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um so We'll keep watching there, but certainly a lot of excitement uh, with the uh, the, the uh, announcement of, of uh, the commitment there from Cedric Baxter. Yeah. So hook them. So good for them. Good for the Longhorns. And now on to the little baseball. Oh, little I baseball. like baseball. Oh, don't I? Don't baseball. I? In fact, uh, I, I believe it was uh, Brad Pitt, or Billy Bean, who said it best. How could oh. you not be romantic about baseball, especially on a day like today? When uh, for the second time now we're going to have the Field of Dreams game. Yes, and let me tell you something. The, the Field of Dreams. That. This was a phenomenal success last year. Thank it you, was, Tim Anderson. It was the highest rated baseball, the highest rated game, all 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 season mm-hmm. last year, and it was for good reason. Yeah, I it mean, it was a great game, and, and of course, a great so, series. So they're like, all right, we it was rated this high. We we got to do it again. Mm-hmm. So of course, last year we had uh, was it Yankees White Sox? Yankees White Sox. Tim Anderson walk off. Mm-hmm. All those uh, fireworks coming out of the corn. Oh, it was so cool. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's enough to give a baseball fan goosebumps. That was I got to imagine, even, even if you're just kind of a, like a fair weather casual fan, you still had to had to love that. Yeah, and Tim so, Anderson's fun to watch too. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it was, he hit that was I think it was a two run shot off Zach Britton. He mm-hmm. hit and, mm-hmm. and that that ended the game. Game winner. Uh, I mean, magic right there. Baseball is full of magic, and that, that's one of the things that that was that Especially Field of Dreams got so well in Iowa. Yes, in Iowa. Is this Iowa? 
No, is this heaven? There you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. We can't go backwards <laughs> with that quote, man. They come to Iowa for reasons they can't even fathom. They turn up your driveway. Best monologue of all time. I'm not sure why they're doing it. They'll arrive at your door as innocent as children, longing for the past. Of course, we won't mind if you look around, you say. It's only $20 per person. They'll pass over the money without even thinking about it. Where there's money they have, and peace they like. And they'll walk out to the bleachers. Sit in shirt sleeves on a perfect afternoon. They'll find they have reserved seats somewhere along one of the baselines. Where they sat when they were children and cheered their heroes. And they'll watch the game. It'll be as if they dipped themselves in magic waters. The memories will be so thick that I have to brush them away from their faces. Evil will come, Ray. The one constant through all the years, Ray, has been baseball. Baseball. America has rolled by like an army of steamrollers. It's been erased like a blackboard, rebuilt and erased again. But baseball has marked the time. This field, this game, it's a part of our past, Ray. It reminds us of all that once was good, and it could be again. Oh, people will come, Ray. People will most definitely come. You bet they will. Can I tell you a fun fact about this movie? What's that? This is the only movie, and I am a big movie guy. I watch movies all the time. Doesn't matter what time it is, I'll throw one on, I'll watch the whole thing. This is the only movie I've ever watched back to back. So back to back. Like I watched the whole movie. I had the I had the day off. And after I watched it, I was like, oh god. You had to watch it again. So huh? much. I should watch this again. What if I watch this again? And I did. I mean, it's only an hour forty, so it's not that bad. But well, that mean, this movie, that it, monologue right there, just Unreal. Yeah, listen, Unreal. I could I could listen to James Earl Jones yes. read me the back of a shampoo bottle all the day. I don't care. Baseball. That dude can talk. I mean, that is a voice among voices. Yes, sir. So, what do we have this year at the uh, at the Field of Dreams game? Two more historic franchises. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got the uh, Chicago Cubs versus the uh, quote unquote home Cincinnati Reds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it looks like the uh, the Cubs are going to be donning their uh, 1929 NL pennant winning. Uh, the, the, their uh, uniform from the uh, 1929 season. Reds are going to be done in the 1919 inspired season. Yeah, they're really cool. Have you seen them? Uh, yeah. They look really yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, each logo cut into the cornfield uh, between the MLB field and the site of the uh, movie. Uh, and uh, it will have uh, Reds' Joey Votto and the Cubs' Ian Happ will be mic'd up during the game as well, which uh, should make for uh, Definitely Joey Votto is going to entertain us because I'm not sure if both teams combined will be able to entertain us with how they've been playing this year. So... The fact that Joey Votto is mic'd up, definitely a good thing. Top three baseball movies of all time. Go. Top three baseball movies of all time. Sir, let me tell you, I cannot give you a top three list because I have too many movies on here. You're going to have to you're, you're gonna have to pick three. You're going to okay. have to pick your top three. Okay. Okay. Feel the Dreams has got to be one. All right. I'm looking at my list here. You, you, you can expand on it later. I just want your, okay. I want your top three. Feel the dreams. <laughs> Definitely really, the Sandlot. I watched, call, that, I watched Sandlot that the other day, and I still absolutely love that movie. Man, 
Uh, Sandlot's okay. like the baseball if version I have to of Stand be serious, By Me. Yeah, if I have to be serious about this, then I'm putting A League of Their Own as number three. Okay. So I got Sandlot, Unique pick. League of Their Own, and Field of Dreams. Okay. Not not bad at all. What about you? I'd have to go Major League, Bull Durham, Mutt Field of Dreams. See, you're a little more old school than me. Are you saying I'm old? No. Well, you are older than me, <laughs> but... Because you're right. I don't know. We have different personalities, man. Like no, I, do, yeah. I love comedies. And the, some of these baseball comedies on here, like Rookie of the Year, I love that movie. I saw that in the theater when I, I was young. I, I so did I, yeah. and I still watch That's it. That's the all one the where time. he hurt his arm, right? And yes. Yeah. Yeah. Funky Butler. That's right. Uh, yeah. And you know, drop like Fever Pitch. I was telling you the other day. Yeah. I watched that movie. Yeah. Drew Barry. I, you know, I know it's lame. It's not that good of a movie. Gosh, I just couldn't do it. But it entertains me. The Fan. Remember the Fan with oh. Robert De Niro and oh, Wesley yeah, Snipes? How creepy he was. Yeah. And this movie that made you feel so uncomfortable. Benchwarmers, and bad. I love Moneyball. I wanted, to, I would put that like three B. Moneyball, I, I feel, I, I felt like it, I struggled between Moneyball and Field of Dreams. I guarantee, uh, top two for me, absolutely no question. The original Major League and Bull Durham, absolutely no question, hands down. Bull Durham for me is one of, arguably the number one spot yeah, on my list. It is good, it is and I have it on movie. here. I just, I haven't watched it, watched it enough, yeah. probably like you have to put it on a list that high. I mean. The rookie's the rookie really good with Dennis Quaid. Not a big fan of Dennis Quaid as a human, but he's you know he's he's a good actor. <laughs> and this movie entertained me. Yeah, I, I mean it's a great list. I'm easily entertained. Forty two. What about forty two? Forty two was fantastic. Forty two was fantastic. Chadwick Boseman. All right, P. I miss you. Like I, the can, natural? I have so many. I've never seen it. Oh man, see, no. there's one it's that you'd want to watch I back know. to back. I love Robert Redford yeah. too. I need to see phenomenal it. phenomenal movie. A one great day. list. Great list, regardless of where, how you ordered your list there, I, I would endorse every single one of those flicks. Even even number three, Major League Three, Back to the Miners. Okay, I don't know if I'd endorse that one. <laughs> I don't know if Didn't I'd endorse so. that one. However, they brought back some legacy characters. Yeah. It was entertaining. So it could have been worse. It yeah. could have been worse. 512-834-1027 is the number here. Give us a call. You want to talk a little Longhorn football, a little baseball, a little Field of Dreams. You want to talk about your favorite baseball movie. That yeah, means, tell we, us. We got a whole lot more coming up on the way. We'll be right back. This is the bullpen. This is the bullpen with Patrick and Brandon on 1027 ESPN. That's right. The bullpen 1027 ESPN. Patrick Osborne, Brandon Elkins. Good afternoon. 512-834-1027 is our phone number. Of course, before we went to the break, we we're talking uh, a little Texas Longhorn football as there's a lot more optimism uh, as of today with the the announcement yesterday that Cedric Baxter Jr. has uh, committed to uh, coming to the 40 Acres. I don't know why. I just love that name. It is that a great... Such a, it's just a football name. It is a great name. So he's joining a number one overall commit, Arch Manning. Uh, it's, uh, That's it's going to be Helping propel the horns now to the uh, number three recruiting class in the nation, just behind Alabama and uh, uh, Notre Dame. Next year is... I mean, we need to get through this season, but next season, holy moly. Yeah. Yeah, this is going to be a and great we, season, we could, but next season definitely something to be looking forward to. And potentially, we could if Quinn Ewers wins the job this year and does well, there's a good chance he will probably maybe I think stay one more year. So we won't even maybe see Archie until to 2024 probably. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which I, I think a lot of people just and that's okay. Just name alone, I think yeah. there are a lot of people that want to see him out there playing. You know, sooner rather than later, but that. you can't rush it, can't right? Because by the time that. he gets out there, you know, you hope that he's rip roaring, ready to go. Yeah, and, and he's got to build a little muscle, and he's going to live up to that number one. Uh, 
that number one recruiting I status. I think he will. Also, before the break, we were talking about the uh, the uh, Field of Dream games coming up tonight. Uh, it's what, uh, is it 6 o'clock our time is when it begins? I believe, I believe so. Yeah. I believe you are correct. And uh, it's going to be the Cubs taking on the Reds. Uh, Cubs are going to be in their 1929 uniform. Reds in their 1919 uniforms. Reds are the home team tonight. Uh, as, as we saw last year, lots of magic came out of that cornfield, so we'll probably see a little bit more of that tonight. Hopefully a lot more. And we'll see the players coming out because that's tradition they started last season. Yeah. I'm yeah, excited yeah. for that. And, and Kevin Costner, I think, is going to be there as well. I hope so, so. Uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's Dev- what's, what what's Field of Dreams without Kevin Costner? Well. Right? I love Kevin Costner. So, uh, stick and stay with the world of baseball. Uh, the Houston Astros are now the best team in the American League. Oh. They have passed. Uh, uh, the Yankees, I don't know if you've heard of them. They've, they, I don't think they've won very many World I Series heard titles of them. over the years. We actually went 4-2 uh, this year against them. It's oh, the you, first, so you know them. It's the first time in many years that we've had a winning record. Those are those clowns record. from the Bronx, right? The Yanks. That's right. Okay, okay. You're now, welcome, now Astros fans. We just took two about. out of three for that to happen. They hold the number one seed in the American League. There's a lot of question, though, as to whether or not this is a curse or a blessing. Uh, and the reason why is because uh, it, it really comes down to October. Should they maintain their success in seeding into the postseason, uh, they'd likely get a buy in the wild card round of the 2022 MLB postseason, face the winner of the number three and four wild card matchup. Likely going to be a team like Toronto. And you don't want to face Toronto, probably. Not, at least not in the divisional series and maybe the LCS. But, I mean, if you could avoid them altogether. I don't that, know. You know. My team might have a say in this for once. Now, if Houston finishes with a second seed, if they drop a little bit, they're probably going to play a team from the AL Central, far more preferable, although they'll likely end up with the Twins. And I don't know if they really want them, although I, I think the Astros could handle the hey Twins. Hey, man, right well, now the Twins are the out of the playoffs picture. Right now the Guardians took over. They were out, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right now uh, the two tied for the third spot are the Orioles. Which is so weird. I love it. Yeah. Though. I absolutely love it. A team of nobodies. And they gave away their best player to, to, to the Astros. Trey Mancini. And they're still winning. Yeah. They got Ruggie O'Dor. Like anchoring, who, the, who throws a mean right hook? That team right now, yeah. it's, and their their uh, uh, catcher, what's his name, Roshman, who's yeah, by the way, from Seattle. Is so. he from Seattle? Yeah, yes, it's pretty cool. Okay. Anyway, Are you from yeah, <laughs> and the Ray, and you obviously Seattle they're guys. the Rays. I know we flaunt our our. Uh, we're proud. One of my We're best friends people. lives up there. He's a, I went to college with him. He moved down here for a while, and he's actually rip-roaring and ready to get out. He cannot wait to exit the Seattle area. Oh, bummer. Yeah, yeah. So, uh you know, open okay. up a little That's more space okay. on the freeway for you when you're yeah, visiting right. up there, though, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> so, number one seed carries a lot of prestige, also denies the Yanks that title, but also bears the burden of potentially harder path through the postseason. So, you got to wait out what's more important between the two. Look, you're going to get a buy either way. So, yeah. enjoy your time off, and who cares who you play? Just beat them. Yeah. Uh, speaking That's of the Astros, a uh, real quick injury update here. Uh, Michael Brantley's uh, looking for a second opinion on his injured right shoulder. That's according to a bench coach. Bench coach Joe Espada. Uh, ben Brantley hadn't played since June 26th, but we don't know exactly the nature of his injury. Uh, Astros like to play how close you, to the vest. How, how do you, how, why? How can you do that? What, get a second opinion? Well, no. Uh, keep that s- so d- disclosed. His injury disclosed. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I, but uh, they're, they're, they've kept his injury information pretty, uh, pretty hush-hush. Well, and hopefully Brantley, he's okay because I'm a fan of Brantley. Brantley hasn't played in, in uh, about two months. He's definitely a Mariner killer. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, he was hitting 288, five homers in 64 games prior to his injury. And, uh, you know, for a guy like him, that's kind of a down year. Brantley's not too bad. I mean, he's not the. He's, he's, he's not very. No, I don't good. think he's elite. He's not elite, but, but he's, he's up there he's as well. He's a really good Certainly he's a really great player. Yeah. Uh, Astros right now 71 and 41. That's the AL's best record. Ten and a half games up in the AL West. 
hugely comfortable lead Ouch. right now. Um, so they got plenty of time to be patient, waiting for Brantley to come back. I hope he does. Yeah. But, I mean, man, he's 35. It's tough to come back from injuries. Older well, you get, my friend. All the more reason you want him to come back because Absolutely. at 35, you're basically ancient. I mean, unless your name's last name's Brady or something like that, you know, you're not playing far beyond your mid-late 30s, yeah. no matter what the sport is. He'll probably Always play 70-80% the rest of the year, and that is still a good thing. So you want, you, know, you want to make sure he gets back for a lot of reasons, but you know, I'm sure he wants to get back just to make sure that he's not missing out on what could be yeah. one of the final years of Another his career. Another playoff run, too. Speaking of, uh, well, you, you talked about, you talked about what, your, your, your Mariners killer, is that what you talked about? That's what Michael Brantley yeah. is, yes. You remember uh, <clears throat> in the early 2000s, the biggest Astros killer out there, it was a man by the name of Albert Pujols. Yep. And to this day, Albert Pujols still holds the distinction of giving me the most surreal moment of my, my life in sports. It was Game 5 mm. of the 2005 National League Championship Series. You got Brad Lidge on the mound, who up until that night was lights out. He yep. was throwing darts nobody could touch. He had a slider like nobody else that season. All right? <laughs> and here comes. And, and, and Minute Maid Park is going crazy. I mean, you couldn't, you couldn't hear uh, yourself think in the mm-hmm. juice box. George and Barbara Bush down there behind home plate, freaking out. Everybody's, oh, we're going to first first World Series ever. We're going to do it here at home. And up steps Albert Pujols, <laughs> who hits a home run that 17 years later has not landed yet. Oh, boy. And I'll never forget this. You break the glass? Uh, it, almost. I mean, <laughs> it, it, this thing was a shot. Over the train and out of the building. And I, Well, the, and the roof was closed. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it was extra loud. And that was, that was supposed to be the Astros' big... Uh, advantage there and it seemed to be up until that moment but I'll never forget as soon as he hit that ball and it was going out everything went silent mm. all you could hear was Andy Pettit scream oh no <laughs> and Albert Pujols cleats jogging around the diamond wow that's all you could hear oh man it was awful so I, I pictured that as you might uh, imagine Astros fans are still probably a little bitter about that. I mean, it ruined my whole day. The next day I was yeah. at work, and I remember I was like in a fog. I could... Next time, give a spoiler alert. You're about to depress every Astros fan. Well, as it, as it stood, though, game six, they went to St. Louis, That's and they fair. clinched, and then they went on to get swept by the White Sox in four. So there's that. But uh, just wanted to bring up. At least I mean, y'all have been to a World Series, all right? Been to two of them. Yeah. No, I've been to yeah, been two of them. Good for you. Well, and uh, I, I, listen, I, as, as frustrating as Albert Pujols was, mm-hmm. the Astros killer back then, I've, I've all, I, how could you not respect a guy with that skill, that longevity? Last night, the man hit his 687th career home run. These are not gimme home runs either. No. He's still hitting it hard. I'm pretty sure Albert Pujols is like 112 years old at this point. At, at this, at least. Yeah. At I mean, least. Dude is... Uh, yeah, he's I, still raking. I mean, because he was in it in the early 2000s. He was He was just... This this hulking beast in the box. He still is. Mm-hmm. He still is now. Uh, much beloved man across the league. I can't say that I dislike Albert Pujols. Uh, I he just you know, I'll never for, I'll never forgive him. So uh, I, on on that note, actually we do. We got a little bit of Albert Pujols here. Right? To Albert Pujols. Albert hits it out to deep left. It's at the In a game in which he is tied, Ty Cobb, in games played, is back at the ballpark in which he had his first ever Major League hit. Gone back-to-back. Albert gave the people what they wanted to see on the ninth pitch of the at-bat game. It's amazing when you hear hear guys in the modern era and they're up against names like Ty Cobb. And yeah. We talked about Shohei Otani the other day, and he's right up there with Babe Ruth now uh, in terms of uh, strikeouts and home runs in a season. What's the quote? Legend, a dairy. <laughs> 
Is that the quote? That's a quote. <laughs> Legend a dairy. Not a bad quote. Indeed. I mean, you, it's, it's hard to make an argument that he's not. He's a, he's a legend. Absolutely. He's a hall, legend. First, first ballot, ballot Hall of Famer, no doubt. And no all doubt of about the above, it. he's everything. Now, speaking of home runs, something happened last night I've never heard of before. Yes. And I, you, I don't think you have either. I only heard about it the, because you told me today. This I've is, never heard this This before. is called a home run cycle. A home, a home run, run. Like, you know, Everybody knows what the cycle is. You know, a single, double, triple home run, which is rare in and of itself. Extremely rare in yeah. and of itself. Uh, but this was something special. Uh, we'll set it up for you here real quick. His name's uh, Chandler Redmond. 2-2 from Teller. Fly ball. Pretty well hit to left. Will it stay fair? Diaz runs out of room, and it is gone. A two-run home run for Chandler Redmond to the opposite field. Just throw one over the middle and hope it works out for you here. 3-1. He did there. Let's just say Redmond did miss it. Another opposite field blast, this time a grand slam for Chandler Redmond. Ball tracking is consistent with a left fielder. And you have to talk to Driven to left center field. Chandler Redmond, three homer day, leaves the yard. And now it is 15 to four. One, one pitch, high drive, right field. He just did it. Chandler Redmond, four home runs in four straight innings. He just hit for the home run cycle for Springfield. A cycle from Kaperniak yesterday and a home run cycle tonight for Chandler Redmond. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. Hey. <laughs> I mean, I, it is. That's one of the most, as Jim Lampley once said, it's one of the most overused words in sports, but that is unbelievable. It is. Home run cycle, you hit a, hit a solo shot, mm-hmm. two-run shot, three-run shot, and a grand slam all in one game. Imagine doing that in order, though. Now here's the, that would be crazy. It would be. I, and when I first read I this, mean, not I, that that's I not thought crazy maybe enough. it happened. But here's something special about this. It's only been done one other time oh. in modern uh, in modern baseball. Uh, it was uh, July of 1998 uh, oh, for, wow. the, for the then Cardinals affiliate, the AA Arkansas Travelers of the Texas League. But it has oh. never once ever in the history of Major League Baseball been done. 1998. Never. 1998. Wow. So uh, that is so cool. Uh, and and something else that's cool about this: each one of those home runs he hit came off a different pitcher. <laughs> Every single homer. Sucker. So uh, good for him. And 30-second round selection of the 2019 draft. That's going to help. I think that uh, That's absolutely. what, 10 RBIs? 11. 11, he had 11 RBIs. RBIs. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> I just, I've never heard of such a thing. That's this so happened, cool. This happened right up there, uh, right up the road in Amarillo last That's night. That's why you love baseball, yeah, my friend. Yeah, so uh, good for him. I uh, wanted to go back to the Astros real quick because they are, they're doing something uh, kind of neat. This weekend, uh, for I think it's on Sunday for the uh, Uvalde. It's uh, Uvalde yeah. Strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, uh, they're they're welcoming the community of Uvalde to, to the juice box uh, for Uvalde Day Strong this Sunday. They'll be giving away thousands of tickets to the game to Uvalde residents. They're giving away tickets. Uh, the team's also busing in 500 people on 10 buses from Uvalde for a very unique game day experience. That's so cool. Uh, the Astros say they're committed to helping with the healing of the community through the game of baseball, and what better way to do so than through baseball? 500 residents. Pre-game ceremony uh, and ceremonial first pitch will be part of this Uvalde Strong Day as well. Uh, fans can purchase uh, T-shirts there. All proceeds are going to go to the Uvalde Strong efforts. There's also going to be a 50-50 raffle there uh, where uh, somebody's going to win ten grand. So... 
I know mean, I say a lot of bad things about the Astros, but that is very, very, very cool. It's a very stand-up that thing is to do. Absolutely awesome. I uh, I think that uh, the I mean this is this is something that I, that that community especially needs. Yeah. Uh, just as as it's you know still trying to heal from that that horrific mass shooting there. How fun you get to go to a, a probably going to be a sold-out stadium, watch your Astros play, probably beat whoever they're playing, and just have a great day. I mean, I, I get to forget about everything and just. Have baseball on your yeah, mind. Yeah. Baseball. So good on the Astros for that. We got more coming up uh, on the way, including a little high school football talk where uh, your Westlake Chaps and Lake Travis Cavaliers may be standing in the uh, high school rankings. Oh. Also, uh, latest out of the uh, Live Golf, Serena Williams, how she's faring so far as she's uh, nearing her retirement. That and a whole lot more coming up. 512834. 1027's the number here on the bullpen. Patrick Osborne, Brandon Elkins. Bullpen with Patrick and Brandon on 1027 ESPN. And that is us, Patrick Osborne, Brandon Elkins here on the bullpen. Happy Thursday, Happy, all. Happy Thursday. One more indeed. day to Friday, Hallelujah. We'd love to hear from you. His opinions are always welcome in the bullpen. 512-834-1027 is the number. We've been talking about a lot of stuff today. Uh, we talked a little bit about uh, the Longhorns bumping up to number three now in the 2023 recruiting class, which is huge. Favorite baseball movie of all time. Uh, which uh, to Or favorite baseball movies, plural. It's, it's hard to... Because uh, I have too many. It's really hard to come up with just one or two or three. I get it, but... I can't even give you a favorite movie of mine. I just like so like many favorite movies. movie movie in general. Like yeah, like a singular one favorite movie. I have so many of them. Yeah. I can't do it. Rocky would have to be mine. Ah, uh, eh. Rocky Bell, but Rocky Balboa was kind of a surrogate father to me in a, in a weird way. <laughs> everything I knew, every, about, every time everything needed... I learned about throwing a right hook and a shovel hook, that all okay. came from that all came from Rocky. I also learned I how to know. block punches with my face sure. by watching Rocky. Sure. So run upstairs, yeah, and run upstairs, <laughs> and, and yell like that. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, I well, I love Sly. I'm not, you know. I, my wife though is not named Adrian, so I failed. True. I guess I failed. <laughs> I failed in life. Uh, so uh, yeah, so we, we've got a lot, a lot of good stuff happening uh, in uh, the world of sports. Uh, also, uh, right before we went to the break, we were mentioning that the Astros are going to hold a really cool thing on Sunday for the uh, the, the community of Uvalde. It's Bussing Uvalde in. Strong Day, busting in 500 people 500. to Minute Maid Park. Love it, and uh, it's going to be a phenomenal day for them, I'm sure. So hopefully that'll just further help them uh, the, the help that community heal. Absolutely. Uh, back to the high school gridiron, which uh, we, you know we're gonna we don't get a lot of talk about that here on the bullpen. Yeah, we got some good teams. This is Texas, mm-hmm. where high school football on Friday nights, high school football is king in the state of Texas, and of course, two two of your best teams around have in recent years come out of Westlake and Lake Travis High of School. Of course, yes. Uh, which, by the way, I went to Lake Travis High School. We were 3A back then. I and, heard. And we, but did you go to Lake Travis High School? I did. Okay. I went to Lake Travis Elementary, Middle gotcha. and Gotcha. Yeah. And, and the high school? Mm-hmm. Okay. And we, uh, we we were 3A back then. We'd get stomped out by the likes of Dripping Springs and Brady, burn it all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that doesn't happen to these guys. They're 6A, and it's a, a completely different ball so game So 6A there. is much better than 3A? I don't know a whole lot about high school football yeah, sports. Yeah. 6A is, is uh, yeah, it's... Basically, it's, in terms of high school football, they're in the Is big that leagues. The, like, the elite, yeah, they, they were like in the big leagues, the and we were like league. in single A, the Babe baseball. Ruth League. There you go. Okay. Yeah, if you will, yeah. right on. Uh, but uh, look at here, uh, article out of the Statesman here. Uh, Westlake, number one above, among public schools in the national ranking poll, number one in the nation. Oh boy! Uh, so when it comes to postseason rankings, uh, I mean, a lot of people feel pretty confident about. It. Until proven otherwise, Westlake is the team to beat. 
the, the chaps uh, in relation to other public schools in the U.S. Uh, in the recently uh, recently released national poll, mm-hmm. uh, they're up there. They rank number seven overall. Wow. Uh, but the six other schools above them are all private schools. Uh, Westlake, the highest ranked public school program in the nation. Uh, uh, five Texas high schools are on the uh, top 25, and they're all public schools as well. They're all uh, 6A schools. Westlake uh, has captured three consecutive state titles in 6A. They won Division II title in 21. And uh, last month, uh, they also got the top spot in the AP uh, state poll conducted by Dave Campbell's Texas football. So uh, good on the chaps. I, I think that certainly if you've ever watched, as far as I remember, as far back as I can remember, Westlake's been the team to beat. Yeah. Always. I mean, when I was in school, when I was playing football at Lake Travis, you know, briefly, uh, we, I mean, Westlake was the team to beat back then, and we're talking about the mid-90s. Yeah, so. and we're talking the Drew Brees went to one of the, Drew Brees. Drew Brees uh, went to Westlake, yeah. Baker Mayfield. No, Baker Mayfield went to Lake Travis. Uh, well, but they went to... Yeah, okay, well, these two schools we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Baker Mayfield was a Cavalier, and uh, uh, Brees was a chap. Gotcha. Chaparral. Gotcha. Uh, speaking of Lake Travis, though, the uh, the Cavs... Uh, they've made it to 6A semifinals in the past uh, five or six seasons. they got a number of experienced players coming back. Another deep run is the expectation. Uh, they enter the season number seven. They're number seven in the rankings in Class 6A. That according to Dave Campbell's Texas football preseason rankings. And uh, head coach Hank Carter, pretty excited about the firepower that he's got returning uh, from last, uh, last season's 12-3 and squad. Uh, there, there, I think there's there's a whole lot to, to, to be excited about there out in Lake Travis. I love our group of kids. I mean, I think the fact that we've got our quarterback coming back and, and an offensive line with a lot of experience, defensive line, those are those are components that, that uh, typically will help you out if you want to make a deep run. And that's Hank Carter. They're talking to KXAN. Uh, and the quarterback he's talking about, senior Bo Edmondson, uh, he's coming back once again. And, uh, I, you know, what uh, what Hank Carter says he's seen, he's, he's liking really He's liking a lot so far in the early preseason. All right. Uh, so we'll see that he, uh, Edmondson committed to uh, Michigan State back in February, had a, a hell of a junior season, uh, completed 235 out of 379 passes for 3,239 yards, 38 touchdowns, nine interceptions, led the Cavs to a 6A Division I semifinal last year, but as had been the case on three of the past four years, their run ended with a loss to Galena Park North Shore. Sounds like Michigan State got themselves a good quarterback. Teams 57-11 overall, 31-3 wow. and in district play over the past five seasons. Last state title came in uh, 2016. Uh, we, we didn't even sniff a state title back mm-hmm. when, you know. So, I mean, Same. even even though it's become pretty commonplace for the Cavaliers to be a powerhouse among uh, high school teams, I, it's still just it's hard for me to fathom that all these years later because I remember what we used to be. Uh, very different than we are now. Now it's almost like you, it's almost like a, like a college program from what I understand you go there. They got these, you know, extremely high-end facilities and, uh, the, you know, the fellows are taken care of quite well. Uh, yeah, it must be nice. It must be a real nice place to play. I remember the the teams. coolest thing we had in our locker room is if you press the button on the on the soda machine a bunch of times really fast, sometimes it would wig out and it would give you a free soda. <laughs> <laughs> that was the coolest thing we had in our locker room, and we had to share it with a lot of other things. So yeah, yeah it's, it's hell being a being a down on your luck team. It, it must be nice to be a high school <laughs> high schooler in. A high school footballer in general in 2022. But I, I, you know, as as the high school football season approaches, you know, 
as we mentioned, I mean, high school football is massive here in Texas, so you can count on us. We'll be bringing you uh, whatever previews we can uh, for the Friday of. Yeah. And uh, we'll be, you know, be spotlighting we'll talk some teams well, well beyond Westlake and Lake Travis. Lots of other Absolutely. teams out there worth mentioning. So we'll, we'll definitely be bringing you some high school football coverage this season, along with the Longhorns coverage, Big 12 coverage. Can't wait. Wherever else you football want. Football season is upon us. And, of course, NFL gridiron coverage. Yes. Uh, a little news out of the Cleveland Browns where it looks like Deshaun Watson is expected to start tomorrow's preseason opener against the Jaguars. Oh my God, I'm shocked. I know, right? I'm completely shocked. Uh, Watson and the Browns waiting to see whether he's going to be suspended longer than that six-game suspension that he was handed for violating the uh, personal conduct policy uh, by uh, disciplinary officer Sue L. Robinson last week over the uh, sexual assault allegations. Of course, Roger Goodell wants him suspended for a whole season. Uh, told told reporters that this week, you know, looking for the season-long suspension because mm-hmm. he, he calls the QB's actions egregious. Coming out to be the good guy behavior. Now. Who Goodell? Yep. At what he's not. Well, you, you know, he's you're, you, no, he's you're quiet. The whole, no, he's not. No, I know what you're I don't saying. Even have to explain <laughs> it. You know that <laughs> it's the NFL for yes. God's sake. Yes. Yeah. So uh, yeah, but he, but uh, I mean, good. I, I'm with Goodell on this, though. Yes. No, he, he's absolutely correct. But he's also not in charge of it anymore. No. So he can say whatever he wants. He's not going to be the one who gets to decide. Yeah. It's uh, Peter C. Harvey who's in charge of that, right? Former New Jersey Attorney General. That's right. And so uh, Goodell says we he all know him, don't we? Everybody knows him. <laughs> I remember when uh, when uh, uh, Peter Harvey was was cranking three run home runs, uh, you know, in Yankee State. Oh, wait, no, that's a different guy. Never it's mind. We, none of us know Peter who Peter Harvey. Harvey is. I'm kidding. Uh, Unless you're from New Jersey. No, but Goodell uh, says he doesn't know when Harvey's going to make this ruling, uh, though the CBA is calling for the appeals process. I really think they got to get this done before the season starts because then you're going to start to question if he's going to be able to play or not in the regular season. I mean... Until this whole thing is done. Because I, the PA is going to drag this out. Yeah. And they're running out of time. I mean, they're weeks away from the start of the season. Right. Yeah, it, it's, so it's, it feels like this is going to bleed over, but how? I mean, this has got to be frustrating for Browns fans, too. It's frustrating for all of us because we don't want to hear this anymore. Well, we, we got to talk about it. We, it, is, uh, it has been ongoing for quite some time. I mean, he certainly knows how to throw himself into the spotlight. Yeah, uh, He's continued, though, to get the overwhelming majority of the first-team snaps in practice over backup quarterback Jacoby Brissett. I don't get that anymore. Maybe for a while, but don't give him this, the number one number one when he's not going to play yeah. for at least a full season. Why don't you get the guy who you think is actually going to play all year to get the reps he needs with the ones? Like, I, I, well, like, I, got, I, I definitely I'm get it you. in the beginning, but now it seems like, okay, now it seems like something's going to happen. We need to get Jacoby Brisket or whoever else is going <laughs> to. I'm sorry, that's an Ed thing. I can't, I can't not say Brissette anymore. It's got to be Brisket. <laughs> so he needs to get his he needs to get his reps with one, with the ones because he's probably going to be the one playing all year. I think so. I mean, you know, it, it's not going to end well. Well, I, I mean, I think they'll be fine either way. But certainly, you want to be prepped as possible. And if you know, if this <laughs> Jacoby Brisket is not as as prepped as he should be, do you, you picture know? Brisket? Oh Jesus, man, that's a Gucci. It could be. Could I picture it? Brisket every time I say his name? Uh, well, Kevin Stefanski, he says he's pretty confident in the plan. Never, nevertheless, uh, but uh, well, yeah, we don't I'm sure really he's going to say that. What the plan is per se? Yeah. Uh, looks like uh, Tony Pollard working at a different position during Cowboys practice. Uh, Cowboys running back Tony Pollard reportedly been taking reps at a different position. Uh, he's uh, practicing at slot receiver. Oh yes. Uh, so uh, that that'll be oh, interesting. Man, huh? imagine Tony Pollard going over the middle. I know. <laughs> I know. And then catches the ball, slides right under a would-be tackle, and gone. Yeah, I, I, it's. It, an interesting perspective. Why uh, did they wait so freaking long to do this? Uh, when asked uh, what he'd been working on specifically, Pollard alluded to developing a skill set as a pass catcher. He said uh, 
uh, told Sports Illustrated just details like route running, getting in and out of the breaks. We're running certain plays and what that mean, what's the meaning behind them all. So, uh, I mean, I think he's proven he can catch. So Certainly he has. Again, why this took so long is beyond me. I know we can argue Mike McCarthy is Mike McCarthy. But, I mean, come on. He's a football guy. He should be able to see what's in front of him. And this should have been done years ago because Zeke has taken most of the reps. Right. Well, imagine this. I mean, you've got uh, you'll have Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott in the mix on the field at the same time. Certainly, he's not going to hurt the Cowboys. No. You know, and they're not at all. And their their offense hopefully going to be a little be a more well rounded this year than from for the other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, you got a you have a prediction on how the Cowboys may end this season? You have any idea what you might you're foreseeing here in your crystal ball? I'm gonna go. Wanna, let, I'm gonna say ten and seven. That's that's where I'm going. I I that's that. Yeah, I think they should be able to do that. Mm-hmm. They should be able to be be better. They should be better than that. You know, Eleven and six. But uh, defense is suspect. Right. That's Injuries why I'm suspect. Can Dak stay healthy the whole season? Are we? Are they gonna triple team CD Lamb all year? Who's he gonna get the ball to? Can right. they get the? Can Dalton Schultz be that guy to step up? Is Zeke gonna be a little bit better than he was last year? Can Tony Pollard catch the ball? Hey, sure, ten wins. Let's hope. I think I think <laughs> ten is doable. Eleven may be a stretch because of that defense. So I mean, we'll have to see. But yeah, you got to think they're going to be better. Certainly, it's going to be interesting though, just to see how often Dallas goes to offensive packages with you know both Pollard and Elliott present. Show us our mojo moments all year, Cowboys. I mean, that's. Uh, I want to hear Mike McCarthy keep saying that. Hell of an option. A mojo moment. Mojo moment. Uh, out of Broncos Nation, uh, they got uh, new Broncos Let's CEO ride. Greg Penner. He's already mastered the important skill of answering questions without answering questions. Oh. Uh, which, you know, I mean, it sounds like he's got a, a future in politics as well. Good for him. Uh, during a press conference yesterday, they were, they were inter- uh, introducing the new Walton Penner ownership group of the Broncos, and he was asked whether or not there'd be any discussions with uh, former Broncos QBs John Elway and Peyton Manning about joining the club as equity holders. And his response was, I mean, he danced around it. Ten bucks says Russell Wilson will get, he a, said absolutely get a spot before nothing. these guys. And I, I just, He'll get a stake before these guys I don't have do. a problem with that. I don't either. Especially, I just, no, I said I would have a oh, problem. Oh, you would have a especially problem. Especially over okay. a guy like Elway. Right? Uh, I, I grew up... Is he, isn't I grew up he still the John GM? Elway, by the way. He's still the GM, correct? Uh, John Elway? Yeah. I, you know, I, 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 can't, I can't confirm it. I, do, I don't know. I think you're right. But uh, I'll, have to double, I'll have to go back and double check. But I, I, still, nevertheless, I think a guy like John Elway certainly should... Yes, <laughs> should should get Preston over, only over a guy like Russell Wilson. Bled, blood, you know, blood, sweat, and tears for that organization. I hated John Elway when I was younger, watching when he because he was just too good. He's good, yeah, he was just too good. Uh, but the answer was Montana. Uh, when when asked if Manning or Elway might get any stake in this, <clears throat> the answer was basically, "We're in a terrific position of having two great Broncos, and they were out here today, and it's been fantastic to spend time with them." says, Peyton's one of the greatest NFL players of all time, won a championship here. He says, we've had a chance to get to know him through the process. We're just going to learn from both of them. I think it's going to be a really good relationship. That's all he said. Mm-hmm. However, later on in the press conference, he said uh, somebody kind of hit him with a, a different way to ask the question. Uh, and he said, well, at this point, we don't, have, uh, we, don't have, we don't have anything to add or share on that. No immediate plans. So that's, that's about as I close mean, as we he, got to an answer. He doesn't really have to say a lot if he doesn't want to. He's the owner. You'd prefer the owner to be behind the scenes. And also, John Elway is not the GM anymore. It's George Patton. Oh, so there you go. Okay. All yeah, right. I, did, I, I missed that. But. Okay. All right. Well, see, I, yeah, and I, I wasn't aware of that either. I, I had uh, 
Obviously, I'm not up to date on my uh, my good Broncos, luck Broncos Broncos news. I hope Russell Wilson treats you well. <laughs> I know you're. I know you're a little bit bitter still. I'm not bitter. He can do what he wants. I just miss him on my team. God knows he did. No, he did wonders for you, Seahawks. Five one two eight three four one zero two seven is the number. We'd love to hear from you here on the bullpen. I'm Patrick Osborne. He's Brandon Elkins, and we'll be right back. Strangled by your uh, headphones? Is that what's happening? Apparently, the chair and the headphones wire did not like each other, and I got wrapped in it, and I couldn't get out. Nothing like getting tangled had up a, with had your own headphones. a very scary moment just now, but I'm okay. I got out of it. It's, it's you know, it's better than the frustration of getting your cord stuck under your chair and then I it yanks it off that. your head. I keep running it over That's as well, worst. but I'm, I'm staying calm. That is that. the worst. I didn't get trapped. Things radio people know that nobody else knows. That's okay. Let's go to Northside. Dave wants to weigh in today. Dave, good to have you back with us, my friend. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddies. Uh, you guys, I'm really enjoying you guys. I wish you'd give you another hour. Thank you. We do, too. Uh, yeah, really, really uh, bring up some interesting uh, thoughts and, and, and your opinions on what's going on. So totally enjoyed it. Uh, We're trying. What are you guys doing to prepare for the season? Like right now, I'm 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 getting into the movies, you know, like uh, I watched Blindside earlier in the week, and then I watched My All-American, uh, the story of Freddie Steinmark, and uh, then I watched the uh, – uh, remember the Titans, and last night I watched uh, Greater, the story of uh, Brandon Burlesworth. Uh, what are you guys doing to get fired up for football? I also got loading up on steaks and brisket too, as well. Yeah, well that's one. That's one way. I yeah, load up on meat. Jacoby brisket. Uh, I punch myself in the face all the time. I run face first into walls. You know, I get ready, toughen myself up for the yeah, season. Yeah, I jump in the batting thing. cages, let it hit me a few times. Yeah. getting ready. No, I'm kind of with you okay. on this. I'm, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm with you on this day. I, I think for me, the best way to get pumped up for for something like this is a season, and I do it with baseball too. Is, is I'm, I'm a movie guy as well. Um, so uh, I really like to watch the training camp highlights because you can't really watch a lot of that in person and getting to see, you know, listen to your favorite players get interviewed and watching them sign autographs for all the fans. Seeing all that really gets me excited and gets me going. Yeah, yeah. But in movies, I, you well, know, hey, obviously. Enjoy the show, guys. I can't wait to hear you guys again for Friday. Luya. Friday, Luya. Uh, we'll be here and talk we to you. We are on the E. Thanks so much, Dave. We appreciate it. And uh, let's uh, let's head over to Tim, and uh, he's he's uh, he's got a question he wants to ask us. How you doing, Tim? Hey guys, I chimed in last week uh, representing you down here in the That's APA. Right. Yes. So here's the deal. Here's the deal. I just read another story this week. There's a young man that the U has recruited out of the 23 cycle who was actually ranked higher in the recruiter than uh, old Arch, old little Archie. So just want to throw that at you. No big deal. Okay. Okay. Uh, All right. Also, in regards to the last caller, you know what I do to get pumped up for the season is I watch the U Part 2. Now, you know what? No, I don't watch Part 1. Why? Well, I do watch Part 1, but I watched that one last week. Because, see, the U is so is so dominant, they're the only ESPN 3030 that has two documentaries. <laughs> well, uh, you know, listen. I just put that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'll, I'll tell I you this. You. When, I, when I was when I was when I was a kid growing up, I, and I had braces, I was I was actually a big big fan of the U, and my braces were green and orange, uh, in 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 honor of the U. So just you know, just so you know, I I used to fly the flag a little wow. bit myself. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm, yeah, well, you know, that's cool. I wore braces for five years, so I, <laughs> I, you know, I don't really like it that much. But uh, well, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, it's the only. Yeah, time. No, that's I flew cool. The flag. Hey, look, now now we got something in common. That's you know, cool. look, I, anytime you're the team of. 
Like, they're the team of the 80s. Like, the Cowboys were the team of the 90s. You know, that's pretty legit. You can't take nothing that away from them. Dude, everybody keeps this. For years and years, they say, when will you be back? Well, you're never going to get back. They're never going to get back to that. I don't want them to get back to that. I want them to be a new you and be better and do it it a little better. You know, we changed the game with all of the – the taunting and the pointing and the high-fiving, you know, they came out the next year after we dominated Texas as a 90 Cotton Bowl, 40 post 6. Right. And then they got to change the rules of the game because we did it with style. So now <laughs> we do it with class. That's the new you. That's all I got to say. My question was, and I don't hang up and listen, all right. is how do you guys think Texas is going to handle now, You know, your old Nick. He's pretty good against those former coaches, right? Right. So mm-hmm. How do y'all think UT going to hold up? When Alabama comes to town, and I got to say one thing, roll tight. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Tim. Yeah, thank you. We appreciate that. Well, I'll tell you where, where I see. I, listen, I love Longhorn Nation, but I'm going to be honest. Longhorns are going to get folded up like a card table in week two. That's I just, just want them to keep it close. It. That's yeah. all. Just keep it close. Yeah. Keep you know, give us a little hope for the next week and 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 the rest of the season. That's that's what I'm looking for. But I mean, you know, uh, anything possible. Any and, and certainly there's because 100%. there there is so much to be optimistic about. I think yep. that there's there's just so much uh, excitement right now in the Longhorns locker room. And who knows, you know, they they uh, they're not this may stupid. not deflate the season. Either they knew who they're all expecting to probably not win right. against well, Alabama. They so. know who the tide is. You know, if anything, the tide's going to come in and underestimate the Longhorns. And I mean, everybody underestimation is a hell of an advantage. Start the season two and one, and you get the hardest part out of the way. Yeah, I mean, it's a good time to play the play a team like Alabama early in the season. So you know, you're not putting together a stellar season, and exactly. then they come and they knock everything out. Yes, but yeah, to if answer, you're only your, lost to. At, to the, in the whole season is Alabama. That's still okay. But to answer your question, Tim, yeah, Longhorns lose. <laughs> Hate to say it. That's Keep it, it for us today. Uh, Patrick Osborne, Brandon Elkins here on the bullpen, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. See ya.